Welcome to Jeff's Letters. This is an audio narration of Jeff Bezos's annual letter to shareholders. My name is Preet Anand, and I am your narrator. There's so much wisdom in these letters that they need to be as accessible as possible, and that's why I'm putting them on audio. This is a non-commercial effort, with public education being my goal. Now, on to the letter. To our share owners, Random Forests, Naive Bayesian Estimators, Restful Services, Gossip Protocols, Eventual Consistency, Data Sharding, Anti-Entropy, Byzantine Quorum, Erasure Coding, Vector Clocks. Walk into certain Amazon meetings and you may momentarily think you've stumbled into a computer science lecture. Look inside a current textbook on software architecture and you'll find a few patterns that we don't apply at Amazon. We use high-performance transaction systems, complex rendering and object caching, workflow and queuing systems, business intelligence and data analytics, machine learning and pattern recognition, neural networks and probabilistic decision-making, and a wide variety of other techniques. And while many of our systems are based on the latest in computer science research, this often hasn't been sufficient. Our architects and engineers have had to advance research in directions that no academic had yet taken. Many of the problems we face have no textbook solutions, and so we happily invent new approaches. Our technologies are almost exclusively implemented as services, bits of logic that encapsulate the data they operate on and provide hardened interfaces as the only way to access their functionality. This approach reduces side effects and allows services to evolve at their own pace without impacting the other components of the overall system. Service-Oriented Architecture, or SOA, is the fundamental building abstraction for Amazon technologies. Thanks to a thoughtful and far-sighted team of engineers and architects, this approach was applied at Amazon long before SOA became a buzzword in the industry. Editor's note, My favorite podcast, Acquired, has a phenomenal uh, description of how Amazon got here in their second episode about Amazon, the one focusing on Amazon Web Services. Back to the letter. Our e-commerce platform is composed of a federation of hundreds of software services that work in concert to deliver functionality ranging from recommendations to order fulfillment to inventory tracking. For example, to construct a product detail page for a customer visiting Amazon.com, our software calls on between 200 and 300 services to present a highly personalized experience for that customer. State management is the heart of any system that needs to grow to very large size. Many years ago, Amazon's requirements reached a point where many of our systems could no longer be served by any commercial solution. Our key data services store many petabytes of data and handle millions of requests per second. Editor's note, I don't know if that's petabytes or petabytes. Let me know what you think. Back to the letter. To meet these demanding and unusual requirements, we've developed several alternative purpose-built persistent solutions, including our own key value store and single table store. To do so, we've leaned heavily on the core principles from the distributed systems and database research communities 
and invented from there. The storage system we've pioneered demonstrates extreme scalability while maintaining tight control over performance, availability, and cost. To achieve their ultra-scale properties, these systems take a novel approach to data update management. By relaxing the synchronization requirements of updates that need to be disseminated to large numbers of replicas, these systems are able to survive under the harshest performance and availability conditions. These implementations are based on the concept of eventual consistency. The advances in data management developed by Amazon engineers have been the starting point for the architectures underneath the cloud storage and data management services offered by Amazon Web Services. For example, our simple storage service, Elastic Block Store, and Simple DB all derive their basic architecture from unique Amazon technologies. Other areas of Amazon's business face similarly complex data processing and decision problems, such as product data ingestion and categorization, demand forecasting, inventory allocation, and fraud detection. Rule-based systems can be used successfully, but they can be hard to maintain and can become brittle over time. In many cases, advanced machine learning techniques provide more accurate classification and can self-heal to adapt to changing conditions. For example, our search engine employs data mining and machine learning algorithms that run in the background to build topic models, and we apply information extraction algorithms to identify attributes and extract entities from unstructured descriptions, allowing customers to narrow their searches and quickly find the desired product. We consider a larger number of factors in search relevance to predict the, pro the probability of a customer's interest and optimize the ranking of results. The diversity of products demands that we employ modern regression techniques like trained random forests of decision trees to flexibly incorporate thousands of product attributes at rank time. The end result of all this behind the scenes software, fast, accurate search results that help you find what you want. All the effort we put into technology might not matter that much if we kept technology off to the side in some sort of R&D department, but we don't take that approach. Technology infuses all of our teams, all of our processing, processes, our decision-making, and our approach to innovation in each of our businesses. It is deeply integrated into everything we do. One example is WhisperSync our Kindle service designed to ensure that everywhere you go, no matter what devices you have with you, you can access your reading library and all of your highlights, notes, and bookmarks, all in sync across your Kindle devices and mobile apps. The technical challenge is making this a reality for millions of Kindle owners with hundreds of millions of books and hundreds of device types living in over 100 countries around the world at 24-7 reliability. At the heart of WhisperSync is an eventually consistent replicated data store with application-defined conflict resolution that must and can deal with device isolation lasting weeks or longer. As a Kindle customer, of course, we hide all this technology from you. So when you open your Kindle, it's in sync and on the right page. To paraphrase Arthur C. Clarke, 
Like any sufficiently advanced technology, it's indistinguishable from magic. Now, if the eyes of some share owners dutifully reading this letter are by this point glazing over, I will awaken you by pointing out that, in my opinion, these techniques are not idly pursued. They lead directly to free cash flow. We live in an era of extraordinary increases in available bandwidth, disk space, and processing power, all of which continue to get cheap fast. We have on our team some of the most sophisticated technologists in the world, helping us solve challenges that are right on the edge of what's possible today. As I've discussed many times before, we have unshakable conviction that the long-term interests of share owners are perfectly aligned with the interests of customers. And we like it that way. Invention is in our DNA, and technology is the fundamental tool we wield to evolve and improve every aspect of the experience we provide our customers. We still have a lot to learn, and I expect and hope we'll continue to have so much fun learning it. I take great pride in being a part of this team. As always, I attach a copy of our original 1997 letter. Our approach remains the same, and it's still day one. Commentary. This letter is a weird one, because Jeff seemingly goes into really, really great depth about certain technical capabilities Amazon has, and you kind of wonder why. Well, my take on why is because I think he's seeking to make it clear that Amazon is a technology company. This is 2010, not the 2022 we know today where Amazon Web Services is an absolute behemoth. But this is still relatively early in the days of AWS. And even still, it's still a time period where even companies like Google didn't know how much to evaluate Amazon as a tech company. And so at this period, my understanding of what Jeff is doing is very firmly articulating that Amazon is a tech company it has done a lot of amazing research and development itself. That research and development is being used to create customer value, which is and which is aligned with shareholder value. And on top of that, I think he's he wants to rearticulate that all of this is building on top of underlying trends that continue to compound across bandwidth, computing, and processing power. That's my takeaway from what he's do doing in this letter. Uh, but it's a bit of an open question as he doesn't make it that explicit. I hope you enjoy this letter. It is a weirder one, and I'll see you at the next time.